hey, now might be the time to get your uh, financial house in order. If you are paying uh, 3% or more on your mortgage, I can't believe I'm saying this, 3% or more on your interest payment for your mortgage, you're paying too much. It's crazy, but uh, things are going to be changing. And uh, in many, many ways, if you're looking for a mortgage, now is the time to get one, not only because of cost, but it's going to get harder and harder for you to get one, the Great Reset, but also because the interest rates will go up. American Financing at 800-906-2440. They can save you a buttload of money, maybe up to $1,000 a month if you roll in your uh, high-interest credit cards as well without resetting your mortgage. Do it now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, and then we're coming back with the fabulous, fabulous radio program. It is another fine, fine day in the United States of America. How do I know? Because another Cuomo brother has lost his job. That's how you could. Hey, they took him out onto the boat and said, come on, let's go fishing. You won't believe why they fired him. They just came in and said, we did some more investigation and we he's got to go. They wouldn't say what it is, but now the cat is out of the bag. Stu, my good friend Stu, <laughs> who it does not relish the pain of the Cuomo family no. at all. No, the laughing, I that that no, that just you're evil. crying inside. Right. You're yes. crying inside. It's a way them. to hide the pain. Yes, we go there and to the new summer camps in Australia. A COVID update coming up. Sixty seconds. We begin. You know, there comes a day in a man's life where he has to admit, my wife was right about something. Now, for me, that's um, every day I have to admit that. Um, You know, well, I shouldn't say every day, any day that ends in Y. In my defense, my wife was only half right. Now, what am I talking about? Built bars. Okay. She told me, she told me something that was half right. She said, they're protein bars. But they're really, really good. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's no question there's delicious. They're, they are absolutely delicious. Uh, but uh, I wouldn't call them protein bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a lot of protein in them. They're healthy for you. Blah, 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 blah. But they are delicious. That's the thing you need to focus on. They are so good. High in protein and fiber. Low in fat and carbs. But if you've ever had a protein bar, this is completely different. Try one of their many flavors. They are all so good. Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off your order. Promo code BEC15. 15% off right now at Built.com. 
So the debate is going on, and I love this debate. Is it a concentration camp? Is it an internment camp? Or is it a summer camp? Now, I don't know about you, but it's hard to confuse at least the first one with the last one. We just know it's a camp. We just know it's a That's, camp. We don't know what type of could camp. Could be CYO camp. We don't know. We don't could know. Be, could be any of these. They're all being used to describe the same thing. Australia has opened multiple facilities for people traveling into Australia to quarantine for 14 days upon arriving in Australia. The official website for the Australian's Northern Territory government says the places are mandatory, supervised quarantine facilities. And they're popping up all over Australia. Now, we have spent over a week looking into these because... It's either Auschwitz or it's a summer camp. And I didn't want to go on the air half cocked. I wanted to find the truth. So here it is. One of these facilities, the Center for National Resilience in Howard Springs, uh, attracted attention last week because three teenagers were trying to run away from the facility and they were caught by police and brought back to the summer camp. Now, these teenagers hadn't been traveling from overseas because that's what it was supposed to be. You get off a plane, you got to stay there for 14 days, and then you can go home. All right. But this has now expanded the mandate. Instead of just housing uh, repatriates, they're also housing people who catch the virus as well as uh, those who are in close contact with those who have the virus. Okay, this is beginning to sound, I don't know about you, but it doesn't have old people. Well, it might, but I haven't seen the bikini pics yet of the old people there. It sounds a little like what happened with the nursing homes. Hey, you're trapped in the nursing home. Hey, you have coronavirus. Why don't you come to the nursing home? Um, Now, the three teenagers had close contact with somebody who had coronavirus. Not only did the teenagers not have covid But even the chief minister of the Northern Territory, Michael Gunner, admitted he knew that they had tested negative the day before they tried to break out. So the Australian police chased down the three teenagers who had tested negative the day before and returned them against their will to the facility. And then the chief minister of the Northern Territory threatened the teenagers that they may have to restart their time in quarantine. He said, absconding from Howard Springs isn't just dangerous, it's incredibly stupid. Oh my gosh, Captain Trips. Because we will catch you, and there will be consequences. Ooh. Now, to make sure this doesn't happen again, they've announced that they will install more cameras in the facility. If the facilities or to keep everybody safe from COVID, then why are the teenagers without COVID being forced to restart their 14 days there? Explanation, punitive. It seems like the teenagers are not the only ones being punished. Haley Hogston, she is a recent detainee of the Howard Springs facility. She's speaking out about her time there. Here's what she said. It's a horrible feeling. You feel like you're in prison. You feel like you've done something wrong. It's inhumane what they're doing. Like you, you are so small. You, they just 
overpower you and you're literally nothing. It's like you do what we say or you're in trouble, we'll lock you up for longer. Yeah, they were even threatening me that if I was to do this again, we will extend your time in here. All right. She describes in the video two undercover investigators that showed up to her house unannounced asking her if she, quote, knows this person who's her friend and tested positive for COVID. They asked her if she had been tested. She said yes, but she was lying. She had just been to a COVID camp the month before and didn't want to go back. The investigators left, then called five minutes later, and, and she told them she lied. They said, stay where you are. Someone will come and test you. But they didn't come to test her. Two uniform officers showed up to tell her they were taking her to Howard Springs, and she had no choice. Now, she had just gotten out. Now she meets somebody else, and she has to go back. Here's what she said. So I just said, look, I don't consent to this. I don't I don't understand why I can't just self-isolate at home like a lot of other people are doing. Um, and they just said, we've just been told from higher up where to take you, and that's all that there is. Okay. She had to go to the facility, quote, until she tests negative, and then she can come home. But when she arrived, a new set of cops told her that she had to stay for 14 days, and she tested negative every single day. At Howard Springs, you have to wear a mask, and if you leave your little balcony, it's about two meters, it's six and a half feet about, if you leave that little balcony, you're in trouble. She has a medical exemption from having to wear a mask, but she was still reprimanded for stepping off her little balcony maskless. Here's what happened. What's the guy? So this, I'm gonna give you a warning, yeah? It's an official warning that you have to stay on your balcony and obey the rules while you get, yeah? And that's, we have to go to the rules again. I don't care. So am I allowed to go background. to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you've got to wear a mask, yeah? Yeah, righto. Yeah. And you definitely can't go up to fencing rails, but you're allowed to go to the laundry, yeah? That's always been the case, yeah? Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence to talk to somebody else. That's just obvious, yeah? So if I was Again, at that balcony... Sense, so she's saying, she's pointing to a balcony that is right up against the fence. She can't go off her balcony and approach the fence, but she could be on her balcony at the fence, and that's okay. And she's just pointing out, that doesn't make any sense. She says, look, this is making me very, very na- uh, um, anxious. So here's a crazy part. Listen to what she says. Because I was so distressed and I said, can you just please let me out for a walk or a run? Like I'm in this little box and I can't move. Can I please, I'm, you know, I'm anxious. I'm feeling not well. Just I need to get out. And they literally said, we've got a doctor calling you and we'll get some Valium prescribed to you that you can call us anytime you like and you can have Valium. Okay. So now they're, now they're like, hey, welcome to a brave new world. Have some medication. They've lost it in Australia. Now, is this a concentration camp or is this a summer camp or is it an internment camp? Well, Tim Poole came under fire for calling these uh, facilities concentration camps, specifically criticizing the fact that 39 Aboriginal people have been recently transported to the facility, citing a video of aboriginals and their representatives saying they're being chased down with syringes and forced to go to Howard Springs. 
Here's what Tim Pool said. Now, I refer to this as a concentration camp. Why? Because the word concentration camp doesn't literally mean Nazi death camp. Right. And there is some, uh, um, you know, you're, you're, you are trying to evoke an emotion by saying concentration camp. I did not choose those words lightly. I'm literally trying to point out what's happening. The government of Australia has built camps. Mm-hmm. They are putting people in those camps. They are claiming it's for safety. This is step one in the 100-step process towards locking up people, sealing them in, and then letting them die. Will it get to that point? <laughs> Maybe not. No idea. But when has the government built camps with relocatable cabins for people deemed suspected of having a sickness to be to be locked away for a short period of time? When has that turned out well? Okay, so the online Australian magazine Quillette fired back and said those videos are fake, known by political opportunists, and that the real Aboriginal people on the ground, I love this line, are grateful for what the government is doing. Like he said, when is the last time a government has, you know, built a camp and it turned out? Well, when's the last time you heard anybody say, no, the the original people on this land, they loved being rounded up by the government. They wanted that for their own safety. So the debate between the two has gotten really, really ugly. Now. The next thing that comes in this story is Twitter has been flooded with pictures of women in thong bikinis loving their time at Howard Spring Centers for for national resilience. Um, these these pictures of these women in thongs. It does seem like a nice summer camp. But is that what it is? Bikinis and free beer or is it a concentration camp? I'm going to give you the full answer. Uh, And I think it's, well, I'll give you the answer here in 60 seconds. First, I want you to think about the price of meat. Now, think about how much dad or your husband or anybody else loves meat. I could get, you know, when I see Scrooged and his dad comes in and throws him a pack of meat and says, that's that's rump roast. You know what that costs today? I think, please, somebody throw me a package of meat. I'd be fine. Um, Omaha Steaks is that package of meat. For $99, you're going to get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignon. You can cut these with your fork. There is no one that makes steak as tender as Omaha Steaks. They are really, really good. Plus, you'll get chicken breasts, sides, desserts, and so much more. When you use the promo code PECK, you're also, oh my gosh, have I been around Joe Biden? Listen to my voice. Anyway, when you use promo code PECK, you'll also get an additional eight Omaha steak burgers free. You've heard reports about shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait. Order the perfect gift package for a meat lover today. OmahaSteaks.com. OmahaSteaks.com. Dot com 100% guaranteed omahasteaks.com make sure you use the keyword back 10 seconds station id all right all right concentration camps 
internment camps or summer camps. Okay. It's comfortable authoritarianism with a good PR team. You can't leave, even if you test negative, without being chased down by the police. But there's free Wi-Fi. You can't, you can't really get an, uh, an attorney to represent you, but there's women in thongs. Most importantly, it's for your own good. Now, the majority of Australians are going along with this. The chief minister made clear after the teenagers tried to escape. I also want to point out the overwhelming compliance that we've had, given several hundred people have been placed into the center of national resilience linked to the clusters from Robinson River, blah, 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 blah. So most people agree. In fact, the large majority of the people, because we've had hundreds of people Thousands, if not millions, agree putting those hundreds of people away is fine. Again, not a great standard. Compliance in exchange for safety. This is what's on display now in Australia. You're not free, but you're comfortable, maybe even happy. You're comfortable and maybe happy, but you're not free. This is the problem. This is the problem. It is not a concentration camp. It's not. It's not anywhere close. I think it could be more in line with an internment camp. You know, that was for many of the Japanese went happily. They were fine. And it was for their own safety, also for the safety of others. But it was wrong. It was wrong to do. They were happy as soon as they got out of the horse stalls. They were happy. It was fine. There were wonderful pictures taken, not of any of the Japanese in thongs, but we had better standards back then. So can it be wrong and still a great place? Sure. Sure can. In 2030, you're not going to own anything, but you're going to like it. Well, I, I say I'm not going to like that because I'm forced to live that way. I want to be free. I would like to have my day in court. I don't, no matter how nice it is. You know, it's the people who say, you know, slavery wasn't all bad. I mean, there were some slaves that were like part of the family. Yeah, except that part of the family wasn't free to go chart their own course. So no matter how no matter how great slaves were kept, it was still slavery and bad because you're not free. Same thing here. It's very nice. It's like they're part of the family, except they're not free. Here's the lesson that we need to learn. This is what not to do, America. Since the pandemic began, Australia has been the perfect example of how to seamlessly slide into unbridled authoritarianism. And it's been enough to make anyone with even the faintest desire for freedom want to run to the hills. But they gave up their guns, so they have nothing they can do. These are not concentration camps. They're far from it. But they are not harmless either. They are corrosive to the human psyche and undermine freedom from every angle. 
the warning that this is some kind of authoritarianism is a primer for something as sinister as concentration camps is written off as a slippery slope argument. Well, it may be. We have to ask, what would stop it from getting to the point of a concentration camp? What is the limiting principle here? Where is the line in the sand? At what point do you go, okay, well, that's too far. If this were happening in America, if this were happening to you, what would you do? You should answer that question because three years ago, I wouldn't have imagined Americans would comply with months of lockdown, and they're still doing it. I couldn't have imagined people losing their jobs over a vaccine. I couldn't have imagined being asked to present my papers at a restaurant. I thought our line would be way before those things could happen. I bet Australians did as well. If we don't want to end up asking, is that a concentration camp or a summer camp? Then we should get off the path that we're on right now. Find your line and hold it. So you would agree, I think, with with what Tim said on there's a hundred steps to Nazi death camps, and this is step one of a hundred. We're yes. on our you you're on the why take step one though. Correct. Right. Why go down this road? Yeah. And by the way, if the if the infection were worse, the last place you want to be is a place where the government is gathering everybody. As we learned, you remember in Katrina, hey, there's safety under the dome. Yeah, right. No, there wasn't. That was the worst place you could be. And, you know, like the centralized quarantine idea has been going on, by the way, most of this time in Australia. I mm -hmm. mean, it, it happened yeah. It happened in the United States when Ebola came here in Dallas, if you remember, mm -hmm. when, when people came back from the from the ship. And I think the, Ebola again. But I mean, at the beginning of COVID, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It, from the first cruise yes. line, we brought those people Correct. back in. They had to quarantine. Sometimes it's centralized. It's not American at all. It's not an American idea at all. You, they might like it in Hong well, Kong, but no, they don't it, like it here. It was an American idea. Right? <laughs> it was. It's what I'm glad we yeah. don't have anymore. The Japanese, yeah. the Native Americans. <laughs> I think, haven't we apologized for those? Hmm. We probably should not go down. No, I'm going to come out and say it. Damn it. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to say it. We shan't be doing that here. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, the Christmas season is such a great time of the year with friends and family coming over to your home. It's also the best time of the year to deck out your house. Stop by uh, blinds.com right now. Get the new window treatments. With prices cut up to 35% site-wide, Blinds.com can make your dream home a reality. And updating your, uh, your windows and the treatments may seem like a small home improvement, but it can have a huge impact. And Blinds.com makes it both easy and affordable. Upgrade one room or your whole house. Huge savings right now on premium blinds, stylish shades, interior shutters, and a whole lot more. Never any misleading quotes or hidden fees, and that's why Blinds.com is number one. The number one retailer of custom window coverings in the world. They have over 40,000 five-star reviews. Go to Blinds.com. Save up to 35% off right now. Everything site-wide. Blinds.com. 35% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
No better Christmas present than a Blaze TV subscription. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn to save 25 bucks. The code is Glenn25. Hello and welcome to the program. Let's go to Germany, the happiest place on earth, shall we? To exclude the unvaccinated people from much of public life, the German people are facing now a soaring fourth wave of the corona pandemic and to blunt the worrisome new Omicron variant they have announced tough new restrictions. The new rules, which stop so short of enforcing a complete lockdown on the unvaccinated, followed an agreement hammered out be between Chancellor Angela Merkel and uh, her successor, Olaf Scholz. Under the new rules, those wishing to go to bars and restaurants or shop anywhere in stores other than those carrying uh, basic necessities like pharmacies or grocery stores you'll have to you'll have to present proof of vaccination or documentation of recovery from a recent coronavirus infection some of those restrictions have been in effect already in some states but now it's nationwide with the new rules and a promise by Mr. Schultz that he would push a law making vaccinations mandatory, Germany is following the path of Austria and Australia. Recently, um, they mandated that all adults be inoculated by February. It comes as both countries contend with strident anti-vaccination sentiment in their populations that have kept the vaccination rates low. You can see from the decisions that we have understood that the situation is very, very serious, says the chancellor at a news conference last week. I'm glad that in this difficult situation, we're working shoulder to shoulder and that party politics is taking a back seat and the health of the citizens is the focus of the common endeavor. And I think when the German politicians all march in lockstep, we can all truly celebrate there um <clears throat> i don't know i you know austria germany you'd think the idea of papers please would be not such a good thing you know what i mean you might look at that and go hmm, i seem to remember sometime in our recent history we had papers and then people that were deemed dangerous and so we wouldn't let them shop anywhere. You want to be pretty careful on that road if you happen to be in that particular nation. <laughs> you know, you just think that would be... Think you might. You I, might. One yeah. thing that, that does stand out to me as you watch all this stuff go uh, happen around the globe, talked about Australia and Germany and there's plenty of other places right now, is how much of an outlier we are. Like, a as a country, like, you know, I don't want to say we're special in any way because that would be that would be wrong that would be we wrong. are special in our evilness. in our evilness maybe that's yeah. it yeah, maybe yeah, that's yeah. it because yeah. you realize that like most of these countries just go along with all this stuff and yes we hear from people like the, the woman that we played in this in this uh, particular camp mm -hmm. in australia and there's there are people having there are mass protests in a lot of these countries but like at, you look at the polling in these countries on these topics i mean when japan was holding the olympics 
they were it was overwhelmingly unpopular to hold them japan was like no we don't want these people here coming in from other countries it wasn't like it would be here where we're like let's all get in full stadiums right now because J- japan has like 40 people living in it it's not even true oh, they have a lot is. of people but, well, it's, it's, but they're it's, all living in so a shoebox they're all living in a shoebox you disagree with this point we're an outlier? I don't think no, we are. No, I think we are an outlier. Yeah. I think I mean, we're an outlier, but we're not that far apart. I mean... I think we are. I, I, you you know, think a year ago we would have been thrilled to have the Olympics here? A year ago? I mean, would, there would have been more more pushback. Yes. You're right. But I yeah. mean, uh, but again, you know, I think that there is... You know, we talk about like places like, you know, Sweden, right? And Sweden and, and how they handled things differently. And I completely agree with the way they handled it from a personal liberty perspective. That's right? where we should have been. Right, exactly. Especially the United States should have yes. been like, okay, like, look, yeah. we, here's our recommendations. But, you know, you, you, this is America. You do what you do. And that's kind of what Sweden did. What's interesting about the Swedish people, though, is they listen right like they the government says like, hey, stay away from each other and stay inside. And they're like, all right. <laughs> that's kind of how it went right like, i mean like yes they didn't put on a lot of the restrictions we had here but they listened generally speaking to their government's recommendations can i tell you something we don't we would have maybe if they wouldn't have been so creepy yeah. <laughs> okay they were just creepy <laughs> about yeah. it it's like, always for creepy instance, i mean this could be the best well-meaning policy in the world which of course i don't agree that it is yeah. but if it did talking about it like this there's no way an american takes that as anything other than creepy. Correct. I don't know that that's the case around the world. I think there there are a lot of people in different cultures who just Germany go should along. not be one of those. Totally true. Germany should not be one I'm of those. I'm not arguing that we should be more like Germany. I'm no, arguing no, everyone else should no. be like us. No, 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 I know that. Yeah. But you know, the problem here is is the government. I don't think we would have I bet you we would be at 90 to 95% vaccinated. Probably at least 90. Right now, if the government wouldn't have said, you will take this and you'll ask no questions. (laughs) Okay, wait, what? That's the problem. Did you see the latest thing from the American Heart Association? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they published this thing that says, hey, there's a real problem with uh, with with the vaccine and and, you know, heart disease. Now, they're not saying everybody who takes is going to have heart disease. It's just one of the one of the problems. Okay. One of the side effects might be heart disease. Okay. Seems rational. They immediately pulled that and said, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. We didn't mean to say that. What are you talking about? We didn't need to say What? I've seen, I've seen prescription medicine commercials. Right. It's like 10 seconds of, <laughs> hey, you've got a problem with your wiener. Take this. And 55 seconds of. Yeah, but it could cause all of these problems. You could turn into a vampire. I mean, they tell you all the craziest things that could happen. <laughs> and on this one, nothing. We yeah. see nothing. Just silly. I it's mean, just ridiculous. Just be honest with people and let Correct. them assess their own risk. Everyone and that's ha- the problem. Right. And the risk profile is different for someone who's got 65 years old and has cancer than this, someone who's 22 years old and in good health this omnicron's thing mm-hmm. that th- this is a prime example of it who would have seen this coming a new study comes out uh over the weekend and says looks like it's uh spread much easier but a lot less deadly now who would have thought that except the people who discovered it <laughs> 
Okay, but every <laughs> everybody in government went Omicron. It's a transformer and it's going to kill all of us. No, I've never seen anything like that. We don't have any of the data and let's close everything. Why? The people who discovered it said it really just causes body aches. Instead of celebrating it, we demonized it. That's a good thing. That one will kill all of the others. Because if everybody Possibly, gets yeah. yeah, if every the idea is yeah. that the the weakest one that travels from person to person the fastest will become the dominant variant. Mm-hmm. And That's it's already, a good thing. Already dominant in South Africa. Yeah, it's which 15 states here. Yeah, we have it already in 15, 15 states. Yeah. It's not dominant in 15 no, states. No, no, no. I know we have it in 15 states. Yeah, but the fact that it is dominant already in South Africa indicates that, yeah, it is pretty darn contagious. And, you know, look, it doesn't mean you don't you don't look at the information and make sure you're judging it appropriately. Right? Judging Nobody wants it, it to be worse. Appropriately. Right. It's like, but these travel restrictions... No, I, they're not going to work. By the time you find this, no. it's everywhere in the world. No, I mean, like, I, you know, I don't know. President Trump kind of famously uh, limited travel from China at the beginning. Because mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. they were welding people into yeah. their houses. Yeah. We had no idea what we were dealing with. Yeah, look, I am not. All that critical of a couple week travel delay to South Correct. Africa and uh, when you have a new thing pop up. Like this, that's not the type of restriction racist. I think is crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to do much. It might delay it it's a week. Do anything. Uh, but it is it is sure. it's, it's something you can look at. And you don't necessarily want to import new strains of the virus before you know anything about it. OK, if you can delay a little bit, I don't think that's a I don't think that's a terrible policy. Um, but I, you know, restrict, it's completely insane to be putting on like the restrictions they're putting on a state of emergency in New York when they had no cases. Correct. That's uh, no cases. Completely nuts. It should not be affecting anyone's life here in the United States right now. So try this on for size. Oregon is now considering indefinite mask mandates that the wearing of the mask, that (laughs) mandate will never go away. It's like a fetish at this point. It, it is. It's like a weird fetish it thing is. that some of these states have, and some of these, particularly on the people on the left, have with the mask. It's it's no longer. I mean, like, we can be honest about this. I think at this point, uh, then no longer. Maybe there was a time in which they thought this was a situation where uh, this was going to affect the way the the virus is going to spread. None of them believe this at this point. A mask mandate obviously isn't doing anything. You know, you can make an argument in a lab setting with certain, especially high quality masks, uh, that people, if people use it at 100% and everyone's really diligent about it, maybe it makes a difference. There's one study that happened in, in Bangladesh and they, and they found surgical masks worn widely reduced transmission by 11%. Now, 11% is not nothing, mm-hmm. but is it something, is, is it this insane cultural point to beat up your political opponents over it is leading obviously not it is leading to mental illness i have a friend who was in in california in san francisco last week and he said i can't take a picture because they're all staring at me but i'm at this gathering and there are people seriously wearing gas masks (laughs) 
And he's like, this is crazy. <laughs> this is out of here. And I think there, I yeah. think it is leading to a mental illness. I agree. I you agree. come down to Texas. And, I mean, we just had our Mercury party. I don't think anybody wore a mask. I don't think a single soul wore a mask. Maybe one was. No matter where you are it, right But now. it might have been, if there was one, I think it's one of the employees that, you know, is susceptible to, uh, to disease because of, you know, different medications, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think there was anybody wearing a mask that I saw. And it's normal here. It's we've gone back to normal or as relatively normal as you can get. And you go up, you go up north, you go into California and they're crazy. They're crazy. If you are in California, you don't have to live that way. (laughs) You really don't escape escape yeah it's crazy what they're doing i will say though too i think there's the the pushback in those states is significant as well and like i you know i've visited some of the blue states uh, over the past six months and while yes you get more mass usage there are more restrictions you know i was in indoor bars in Lori lightfoot's chicago with no ventilation and no one was wearing masks i mean this is in chicago like they you the uh, the government very well might want to put on indefinite mask mandates for control, but the people are saying no. And again, I, I put well, back a... to us being special. I don't know that that's happening Correct. all over the world, but right here we're saying even people in democratic areas are saying, nah, we're not doing this anymore. I will tell you that I uh, and I want to talk about this later on in this program. You just have to remind me, Stu. I am more optimistic now about us surviving than I have been in probably 15 years. Um, uh, there is a change in America. There is a real change, but you can't allow them to make it, you know, illegal to be without a mask. Right. No, of course. Because then you're a criminal. They've already done this. You're a criminal on a whole bunch of things every single day if they want to get you. Yeah. My argument is not not to push back because it doesn't matter. My argument is keep pushing back because it works. Absolutely. It's working. Yeah. Back in just a second. Daniel wrote in about Rough Greens. Finnegan is his 12 year old Husky lab who used to sleep most of the day, said we had to spike his uh, food with cheese and ham, and then he wouldn't eat most of his food, sometimes for days. I was skeptical about ordering Rough Greens, but I gave it a try. A month or so in, Finnegan is incredibly active, and he runs and he plays with other dogs. He chases rabbits and squirrels again. He actually asked to be fed every afternoon at four. Now, that is something I want to see. Excuse me, it's uh, four o'clock. Could I have a bowl of food, please? I wish I would discovered this product years ago. Daniel, thanks for writing in. It is incredible, especially if you have a finicky dog that just won't eat. It's incredible to see the difference Rough Greens makes. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F Greens dot com slash Glenn. Rough Greens dot com slash, I'm sorry, slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33, 833-GLEN-33, roughgreens.com slash back. The Glenn Beck Program. Um. So, uh, I, I mean, as if you, this is your first day uh, with the Glenn Beck Program, I mispronounced um, um, Omicron. S- Omicron. It's not Omicron. Omicron. <laughs> I can't say it either. No, way. no one can say it, and no one knows how to say it. I think Omicron and Omicron are both acceptable. Omicron is how they announced it when they announced the variant name. How, so that's what I've been going with. How about how about Omnicorn? 
That's definitely not Omnicorn. It's not. No, 100%. I heard that from Fauci. You you did hear that from Fauci. And you also may have heard Omnicron from Biden. It's never Omnicron. No, from Biden I heard... That's kind of what I heard too, but yeah. the, the, but we have the actual video of. Oh, this. we do. Yeah. All uh, right. Now Good. you tell me. None of these. You're looking for Omicron or Omicron. Do you hear that in any of these examples? Omicron. 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 <laughs> I think it's Omicron from Fauci. I think it is. I'm going to start calling it Omicron. Can we hear it one more time? He's the expert. He's science. Mm. This is, by the way, these are separate, separate clips from Biden. Yeah. So this is not us repeating Biden. He did it Omicron three different times in the press conference. Here it is. Omicron. 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 It's the Omicron variant. Are you arguing with science itself? <laughs> I, I am. I'm calling it yes. Omicron from here on out. The Omicron variant. I will not be accused of arguing with science. That's true. If you call it Omicron, you are arguing with science because Fauci is science. Yes. So Omnicorn it is on this Uh, program. Omnicorn (laughs) from here on out.